You're up in Adam with Adam Montiel. Adam Montiel. Community content from Concentrate. For links and more, visit adammontiel.com. It's community content from Concentrate. You're up in Adam with Adam Montiel. What's good? Happy Tuesday. Thanks for being up and at it. My name is Adam Montiel. It has been chilly, especially at night. Temps and slow work in the low to mid-30s, upper 20s in Paso. Just dang cold. Sunny and nice, though. Weather's been pretty pretty nice, though, but yeah, it's mild, chilly. All right, what do we got going on today? I'm excited to talk to Christine Tracy. She is a PR expert, a nationally recognized communications consultant. And I've enjoyed my conversations with her off the air, and I've wanted to bring her on for a while to talk about some local things like the Meathead Movers, how she saw that unfold. Also, Gypsy Rose Blanchard. Have you been following this one? This Gypsy Rose gal is all of a sudden, like, freaking everywhere. Why? What are we? Should we be celebritizing her? What's going on with this? I wanted to get down to it. Why she's famous is certainly interesting, and it kind of has so many Venn diagrams to, you know— celebrity, the true crime aspect of things. So we'll talk about Gypsy Rose Blanchard. Also, you know, not even just that crazy airport lady. Remember this one? But I am telling you right now that motherfucker back there is not real. Yes. See, but not even just her, but it seems that so it's so easy where something can go sideways. Phones can come out and, you know, maybe even you could be caught up in a viral moment that you don't want to be in. I want to ask Christine how to navigate something like that. We'll talk about all that and more. Also, we'll get another winner for our Tin City Distillery. Got a $25 gift card every single day. Thanks to Tin City Distillery for jumping on the program, being up at Adam. Go to adamonteal.com there for the latest. Hit that big yellow bar on the home screen and get yourself a $25 gift card. All right, before we jump into our lo-fi headlines, thanks to We Help You Legal. Get ready for a legal solution that's been a cornerstone of our community for 23 years. Christina Knoll and Chris Rush, they are the dynamic mother-son duo behind We Help You Legal. With two convenient locations, including Slow and Paso, they are your go-to team for emergency same-day or next-day documents. Save big on things like trusts, wills, power of attorneys, deeds, even divorces, and more. How do they save you money? Well, they're not lawyers. You're not getting legal advice. They got the papers you need that can help you execute them and you save money. Maybe you need an in-home or hospital appointments in San Luis Obispo County, no problem. Visit wehelpyoulegal.com for a full range of services and 23 years of expertise in simplifying life's legal matters. Up and Adams, lo-fi headlines. All right, a few remarkable stories of rescue. This one, local in a Tascadero teen was rescued via helicopter Thursday after he fell 250 feet off a cliff or stranded overnight in the Ventana wilderness near Big Sur. Just sustained minor injuries. Unbelievable. The 19-year-old hiker fell while on the Pine Ridge Trail near Sykes around 4.30. His hiking partner was able to call 911. A local search and rescue hit the area and began the response. The search and rescue team themselves hiked about six miles before they found the hiker around nighttime. Now, when they got to him, he was unable to free himself from where he fell. 
CHP sent a helicopter in the next morning. The hiker was flown to some rescuers with California State Parks and American Medical Response before being flown to Natividad Hospital in Salinas. And it looks like all he's going to have from this is just an incredible story of survival. Unbelievable. Now, what about this one? Out of NBC4 LA, a woman survived being stranded for several days in the Angeles National Forest after a car crash forced her vehicle to plummet more than 200 feet down a hill during some bad weather. Now, firefighters are calling this woman's survival an absolute miracle since she was trapped in her car for nearly five days with no cell phone reception that she could call for help. Thankfully, a hiker spotted her car over a cliff in Mount Baldy. They were able to flag down some firefighters who were on a separate call. The woman told firefighters she lost control of her Ford Ranger after trying to avoid a deer on the road. Rescuers say she is extremely lucky to be alive, not only surviving the crash down a steep hillside, but being in some dangerously cold elements for days. First of all, if you're familiar with that part of LA, Angeles National Forest is just beyond vast. The winding roads up there, some dirt, some not, some got guardrails, a lot don't. It is just a vast, vast area. You got Mount Baldy, Mount Wilson, some big mountains up there. So besides a leg injury, a little hypothermia, dehydration, she's obviously malnourished, this lady is going to be okay. This is one of those stories where to swerve and miss a deer, I am sure she is rethinking that and will never do that again. Lucky to be alive. You just gotta, you just gotta hit the deer. If it means you going off an embankment, you know, swerve and miss a squirrel, swerve and miss a deer. And this happens all the time. I had to brace myself on 46 West going out towards York Mountain about a year ago, it was dark, I was going out to uh, Epic, and this deer just jumped out and I just braced myself because I know I'm not gonna swerve and miss it because I'm either gonna swerve and hit something, go off the road, perhaps go into oncoming traffic, or I'm gonna hit a deer. And I'm not sure that's gonna be good either. They're certainly not good for the deer, but look, when you gotta weigh everything, I'm just glad this woman's okay. You've been following this Alaska Airlines Flight 1282. This is another one of those stories, like just lucky it wasn't worse. Alaska Airlines, they canceled some flights yesterday with more cancellations expected this week after a door plug detached in flight on a plane bound for Southern California. The blowout shortly after takeoff from Portland, Oregon, led to the grounding of dozens of Boeing 737 MAX 9 airplanes with the same configuration as the plane bound for Ontario International Airport. No injuries were reported when the door plug, which is like a panel in the plane's fuselage, where the door could be installed depending on how airline configures the plane, it detached over organ. Now you think when you hear a plug, you're like a little like rubber grommet. No, this thing is like the big ass door. It was found in a backyard. Someone's backyard near Portland. Thank God it was okay. It was just sitting in someone's grass. But the fact that somebody found this door plug really helps investigators determine what went wrong. FAA says all of these Boeing MAX 9s operated by US airlines or flown into the country by foreign carriers need to be grounded until they're inspected. So imagine you're on flight 1282, seven minutes into your flight, this big hole about the size of a refrigerator opens up in your plane, a rapid loss of cabin pressure, all the oxygen mass dropped from the ceiling. Thankfully, the two seats next to that part of the door that tore off were unoccupied. Everyone's feeling extreme wind throughout the cabin. Man, one thing that we're really hoping for was the cockpit voice recording, but these things will record over themselves after two hours and after they landed, after they did everything, 
two hours had passed, and when they went to go get this tape, totally erased. But in the end, glad everyone's all right, on the ground and in the air. All right, two fast food quick hits. One, McDonald's making major changes to its burgers. They announced they were changing the burgers in April of 2023. Now they're kind of getting more into what they mean, and they've already started to do it here on the West Coast. Maybe you've noticed, but they should be at all McDonald's locations by mid-2024. According to the Wall Street Journal, the restaurant's new burger tweaks were implemented with the goal of making juicier burgers. Not only that, McDonald's also aims to create the best burgers ever. First up, what are they doing different? Well, six patties will now be grilled at a time instead of eight. With fewer patties, the auto-cooking mechanism will apply less pressure, which will reportedly result in juicier burgers. The revamped burgers will also be made with buttery brioche buns that are sliced with a little bit more thickness at the bottom to retain heat. McDonald's says there's also changes coming to the cheese, the lettuce, and the tomatoes. More sauce on the Big Macs, meltier cheese, fresher lettuce and pickles. Onions will be rehydrated after purchase. Sesame seeds will be further spaced out on the Big Macs. Hmm. Apparently, sesame seed placement is a bigger issue than I thought. And while McDonald's is making their burgers more tasty when you visit, Taco Bell is trying to sell meal kits at Walmart so you can make stuff at home. They're called cravings kits. All you got to do is add protein and you can make your own Crunchwrap Supremes, the Chipotle chicken quesadillas, tacos, all in the comfort of your own home. The Crunchwrap Supreme Kit, seven bucks, includes four 12-inch flour tortillas, four crunchy tostada shells, Velveeta cheese sauce, and taco seasoning. Will they taste as majestic as they sometimes do at Taco Bell after some late night drinks? Who knows? The partnership between the fast food chain and Kraft Heinz takes inspiration from TikTok users kind of DIYing their own Crunchwrap Supremes on social media. They saw it going viral, people doing these little hacks and you know how to make these copycat recipes at their house. They thought, well, we might as well get in on this. Walmart selling other products from Taco Bell like crunchy taco kits, taco seasoning packs, and bottles of the chain's beloved hot sauces. Now, don't think they're not making some in-restaurant changes to bring you in also. Most recently, Taco Bell started offering a twist on their fan favorite nacho fries, grilled cheese nacho fries. Also, they debuted the shredded beef grilled cheese dipping taco last summer. That is the Bidia-inspired taco having shredded beef, cheese inside a crust of uh, grilled cheese outside the tortilla. The item served with two dipping sauces on the side, nacho cheese and a red sauce. Let's bring on some real consomme. Taco Bell, come on. All this chat making me a little thirsty for some Tin City distillery goodness. Located in one of the hottest tasting locations in Paso, Tin City. Tin City Distillery open for tastings of their spirits, of course, but they're also a cocktail bar seven days a week. Get in there and get served. You can take tours of the distillery on the weekend. Their spirits are of the highest caliber. Their brandy is made from some of the best vineyards in Paso. Their canned cocktails are elevated and refreshing. And right now, you can win a $25 gift card to Tin City Distillery. Just go to adamontill.com. There's a yellow bar across the homepage. Click on it. I could be calling you like I'm going to be making a phone call in just a little bit to get another winner. AdamOnTeal.com. And thanks to Tin City Distillery for being up and Adam. Up and Adam's lo-fi headlines. Okay, I have always been fascinated with public relations, crisis management of both celebrities, companies. Just PR is a fascinating aspect. And I wanted to get on a PR expert, someone who's nationally known 
for their communications consultations. Uh, she has worked everywhere from the West Coast to the West Wing. Christine Tracy. I want to talk to her about, one, from a local standpoint, how she kind of eyed that meathead movers thing that went down. We talked to Aaron, the way it unfolded. That made national news. Also, Gypsy Rose Blanchard. Has this gal filled your feet at all? Everyone is talking about her. And even though I'm pretty into the true crime, it took me a minute to be like, wait a minute, who, who is this girl? And I'm Googling, I'm like, ah. Oh. So long story short, we'll bring her up in a second, but she was, uh, she killed her mom. Her and her boyfriend at the time killed her mom, but her mom was just a terrible woman who inflicted all kinds of abuse on Gypsy Rose. It's this Munchausen syndrome by proxy. She like trained her daughter to always believe she was sick, had everything from her teeth pulled to being, you know, tied to a bed. I mean, there's so much abuse, you can't even quantify it. But what we're watching is, and this girl has served her time, she got out early. Her boyfriend, now she's got a new boyfriend. Her boyfriend at the time who did the, the act itself is in prison for life from what I understand. But she is out now and she is all over. Like People Magazine, TMZ. And it's like, this whole idea of like celebritizing her is just, it's weird to me. I don't get it. So Christine Tracy, such a fun person to talk to off the air about all this. I thought it'd be fun to talk to her on the air. Christine, thank you for being up and Adam. Of course. So happy to be here, Adam. You know, I've um, loved picking your brain. You're tremendously smart and a very sweet lady. Awesome gal. We've talked more off the air than even ever on the air. This is your first time on the show. That's true. So I just yes, appreciate I appreciate who you are. And I'm just so excited to be able to pick your professional brain for some things. And I am so excited for you and the show. Oh, I'm very thank excited you. to be here. Congratulations. I mean, you've been doing what you do everywhere from the West Coast to the West Wing. You're a PR expert, a national communications consultant. And there's a few things that I think this is going to be somewhat of a, a regular thing because I really enjoy my conversations with you. And I think, you know, to bring on a few things that maybe hit the news locally, nationally, and kind of get, you know, someone's take that's a PR expert like yours Especially when I feel like everyone does crisis wrong. Do you watch some of these things, whether it's celebrities or businesses that get into something and you just go, you just put your head in your hands going, oh my God. I do. But I have to say, I, I love it. And I try to put myself often into the shoes of the people who are both in the situation, but also the team often that is supporting these people. I mean, obviously some of the individuals don't have quote unquote teams, but for a lot of news stories, there tends to be a strategic communications team behind organizations and entities that run into these scenarios and you have to, and often I, you know, feel badly for them, especially when times are over the holidays. I can tell you I've worked plenty of Christmas Eves and New Year's Eves, and it is not an easy situation to be advising on or to working in always. So let me ask you a question and I want to take the politics right out of it, but just, and if you were to take the, the letters that they represent away from their names, but take Joe Biden and Donald Trump, both, I would imagine <laughs> for their teams, it would be a nightmare. One, you have a person who is, you know, borderline just getting, you know, getting senile. And you're like, what is he going to say next? Is he going to be okay up there? And then you have someone like Trump who just doesn't want to listen to anyone, but just <laughs> walk across the lawn and step on all the rakes 
all the way to the other side. Which would be a more difficult person to work for if you had to, again, politics out of it, just running someone and helping someone who is of that way? I think the unpredictable nature of Donald Trump from a day-to-day, not even a day-to-day, from a moment-to-moment event it would make it extremely challenging. And, you know, now one of his key spokespeople are, is the governor of Arkansas. You know that, that these people have been really challenged and tested, and it, it is extremely, extremely challenging. In, in either side, Sure. you know, we are in a news cycle scenario that it's, we used to say, 20 years ago that it was, you know, a 24 hour news cycle. Now it is a second to second news cycle and it never ends. And so it is really challenging and fascinating at the same time. And people are reaching audiences that they never knew existed because they didn't have access to communication like they do now. And it's just never ending. And there are countless forms and not to mention, and I think we're going to talk a little bit about this, but everyone has a recording device. Before you used to say, I'm either on the record or off the record. People had tape recorders and large cameras and you otherwise had some privacy in your life. But now everyone's carrying recording devices and anything at any moment in the world could become this TikTok next video that just hits the internet. And, um, gets into live feeds and whatnot. So it is a different world. We're, we're definitely beating at a different drum at this point in terms of news and information. From a national standpoint, I want to ask you about Gypsy Rose Blanchard coming up. Also, that crazy uh, airport lady viral video that went down several months ago. First, though, I want to keep it local, the meathead movers situation. This is one of those things where we had Aaron Steed on the program. And from a PR standpoint, I mean, he's been dealing with this since 2017. How do you feel like how easy of that do you think was how difficult was that for him and his company to deal with? How do you think it fared in the public kind of, you know, that public opinion? And what were some of your thoughts as you watched that unfold locally? Well, so the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission is, it sounds like, reached out to him, as you noted, in 2017. So this reemerging of this issue is likely no surprise. I mean, once a federal agency reaches out to you and says, we, you know, whatever they're communicating, but if it's any type of warning or cautioning an entity or corporate entity business and says, we've taken a look at your advertising or your communications materials, and we believe that there are some issues here, it is a good inclination that you should probably change whatever it is that you're doing. Um, Or keep a careful watch on what you're doing. Obviously, lawyer up, make sure that your communications is tightened. And now we see you know, seven years later, they've come back. And and I think the way that he describes it is, sounds surprising. Like, like it took him by surprise that this kept going and going. But one track that he took here that I found fascinating was that he flipped the switch in trying to develop 
a proactive communication strategy that sought support from the community, as you mentioned, and for his legal fees, which I assume at this point are extensive and going to get even uh, larger. But it comes at a risk because you do run the risk of really making the people at the entity that is, you know, cautioning you even more angry and to do it on a national level. I mean, he was not just taking this from a local communications perspective and trying to leverage funding from the community into the GoFundMe legal site, but he went on national news into, and it it did make national news, but he went on, you know, requesting funds on Fox and suggesting that this, he wasn't suggesting, but of course, on on that news outlet, there was a leveraging of a political discourse that was really it's this has kind of gone across two administrations. The first accusation or warning to meathead movers came during the Trump administration in 2017. Um, and so now, seven years later, I think they're finally advancing some of their warnings. But I do think that it was pretty brilliant for him to double up here, to not be on the complete defensive, to actually take it proactive and say, you know, I am a local community business. I've been in business for a long time. I don't agree with the allegations coming at me. And I think the community, the community should support me. And I think that that was a really fascinating approach that he took. I don't know that I would necessarily recommend it for a client, but I do think that it was a smart and strategic approach on on his end as long as, you know, he could do it in a way that doesn't make the federal government even more angry with him. Yeah. And it's weird. It's like, it just, it sounds like the fact that we have to worry about making the federal, you know, look, if you're paying your taxes, you're doing that you're abiding by the law. Well, they're alleging that he maybe was not, but you know, you figure like you shouldn't have to worry about the government, but I, I get what you mean. And you know, it's like, you're going to poke the bear a little bit. It might help in PR. It might help in the way uh, locally it's interpreted, but you're right. There might be somebody on the other end of that. And that's why I asked him specifically. He even said later, I was really surprised that you asked me to like talk to them directly. And I thought he was very, you know, respectful. And in really in that conversation with me, and I'm not sure if you heard it, but he definitely did not want to take a political side on that. He wanted to leave that out of it. So, and I thought that was smart too. Yeah, that is smart. I mean, I not, that's why I said, I think it was the anchor, but you also know on some engaging in some news outlets, you're going to get into a political debate because they're political by nature. Yes. Uh, yes. And that goes on both sides of the political spectrum. So, okay. But, you know, I mean, any organization or entity that is doing advertising and is has any type of age association with it, there's workers' rights entities, whether they be advocates or the federal government who are watching. And I think, you know, in this case, it's the exclusion of older workers based on the age for marketing purposes. And so, yes, entities federal entities are dedicated to ensuring both equal employment and that marketing is fair and true. Mm. All right. So. We got Christine Tracy here. She is a PR expert, a national communications consultant talking now about the Gypsy Rose Blanchard case. Now this is, this lady got 
kind of thrusted into like this superstardom where now she's all over TMZ. She's all over every article. This is a kind of mixes true crime with celebrity. This Munchausen by proxy, um, she had her mother killed by her boyfriend, who's still an ex-boyfriend now, still sits in jail for life, I think, for what he did, his role in things. She just got out, got out early, and we're kind of like celebritizing her, and I don't quite get it. What do you make of the Gypsy Rose Blanchard phenomenon? Well, two things I will say about this. I think that there is generally a fascination with these for lack of a better term, manimal, animal instinct-like criminal stories or criminal stories just in general, or especially when they have such a strong human element to it. I mean, there is a reason why I always think Orange is the New Black had seven, they were on air, it seemed like forever, did they have seven seasons or eight seasons that were, incredibly popular because you look at how these the the nature of these stories come to life this individual who you know people had followed this story but now we're getting even more details into the nature of her relationship with her mother the abusive tactics and it is when kind of our human nature goes more or less in this case it's it's a clinical sickness but more or less goes into these areas of you know whether it be this was an abusive relationship with her mother and we're getting more and more details about those kind of animalistic nature of that relationship and how you know traumatic it was and i think from a human perspective there's interest in that just like you can't turn your head from a car crash like you you you're drawn to these because it's so it's so dramatic and out of our norm it's yeah. such out of norm behavior and so i if you you know are googling or even searching you know shows about criminals or series on Netflix, you're going to find, and especially the real-time stories now after successful podcasts go into criminal stories that have actually changed the path of the criminal uh, proceedings, the future criminal proceedings, you're going to find an incredible amount of content online where people are really drawn to these murder stories that are real, that are historical, or that are still evolving, like this one in this case. And, you know, these kind of crime series that are either on Netflix, Amazon, they're everywhere for these reasons. And I think one other thing that is, there's a lot that's true about this story that all of us have. Everyone who's walking on earth, every human has a mother, and they all have a relationship with their mother. And Sometimes that relationship is fruitful and beautiful and without any trauma. And in a lot of cases, and we are exposed to this when these stories come out, these relationships are not. And they can be traumatic and challenging and difficult. And it's almost like an intrusive thought. It's like the worst thing that you could be imagined 
being chained to a bed or be treated like an animal with a leash by your mother who is not feeding you. You know, what's crazy. It's a very dramatic story. It is. It is. It, It totally is. You're so right. We got Christine Tracy. She is a PR expert national communications consultant, lives right here on the Central Coast. But uh, her work, like I said earlier, West Coast to West Wing, she has done it all. Christine, I would love to have you back on tomorrow because there is so much more I want to get into, including, and I know it's a few months old, but that lady who had the, the meltdown on the plane. But I am telling you right now, that, motherfuck- that motherfucker back there is not real. Yes, exactly. You know, we are just, we are all a little more than a moment away from maybe losing it and phones going up and recording us and anyone can be kind of whipped into something that not only goes viral, but national slash global just everywhere. And I want to talk to you about that. Also, I don't know how much your kind of PR expertise brings you into the realm of marketing and that kind of messaging, but I have a something I want to pitch you. An idea I want to flush out. I think a professional like you would be just the set of ears I want to get on this idea. We'll talk about that tomorrow. Christine Tracy, thank you so much for being up in Adam. You are welcome. Always good to talk to you, Adam. Have a great day. I'm excited to have Christine on tomorrow because I want to talk about a few more things. Also, I have an idea I want to run by her, and I think she will be just honest enough with me. If it sucks, she'll tell me, but that is in store tomorrow. Thanks to our friends at the General Store, Paso, offering local goods, hand-picked gifts, a curated cookbook selection, and really all the best for your pantry and home. They are helping people connect with dozens of local makers. That is that is their ethos. That is what they're about. Celebrating 10 years on the park, downtown Paso, 12th Street, open daily from 11 to 6, and then 10 to 6 on weekends. Find them online, generalstorepr.com, and on Insta at generalstorepaso. All right, what do you say we get a winner? Tin City Distillery, $25 gift cards all week long. If you want to head up there, get some cocktails, get some drink. They have such an elevated experience. They're, they're not afraid to have fun. No, they are not, but they got it going on up there. Tin City Distillery. You go to adamontill.com. You can win a $25 gift card. Thanks to our friends over at Tin City Distillery for hooking it up. They just wanted to do something big. It's their opening, it's their opening week on being part of the show. So they wanted to hook you up. So just go to adamontill.com. There's a yellow bar at the home screen. Just click on it, put some info, and I could be calling you like I am calling Karina. Hello? Hi there, Karina. Yes. What's up? It's Adam Montiel from Up and Adam. Hi, Adam. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm very good. What you up to today? What you up to right now? I've finished your podcast on my walk, Walking Dogs on <laughs> Rover. <laughs> That's what I'm up to. Nice. You're walking the dog or what? Dogs up. Just finished. Cool. <laughs> How many dogs you got? I have three that I do every week. Oh, so you walk dogs for some other people. Yes. Cool. Well, Karina, I want to thank you, one, for listening to the show. I appreciate you. Mm-hmm. I got your email, and I want to hook you up with a $25 gift card to Tin City Distillery. Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Pretty mm-hmm. cool. When was the last time you've been to Tin City Distillery? What's your favorite drink there? 
I've never been there before. Oh my I've gosh. only been to Barrel House. Okay. Well now <laughs> I've never even been over there. Now we have no. a reason we have a reason now to get you across the street to the dark side, baby. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Get you a cocktail. All right. What, what's, what are some of your favorite what are some of your favorite cocktails? Classic lemon drop. Well, there you know, you go. Always a classic. You know what? I bet you with their vodka, and even they have, they have a canned lemonade. I bet you could make a pretty remarkable lemon drop with the uh, with the situation and recipe ingredients they have over there. Wow, they sell a canned cocktail. Yeah, they have a ton of these canned cocktails that have vodka in them, but the really really low ABV, like five six percent. So you can you know mm-hmm. crush a couple of them and be good. At least I can. But <laughs> but uh, no, they got they got a lemon, like a lemonade. They have. Uh, mm-hmm. passion orange guava one pog and then they have they just came out with a lime you know vodka with lime mm-hmm. and then what was the other one? Oh, the blackberry brambles that's a newer one too they're all really good you got to check them out yeah definitely take some of those home for sure yeah you got the cans too you can find them i saw them in vons yesterday california fresh like they're around locally get them a little four pack so check your spirit section in your grocery store and look for four packs that's say Tin City Distillery. But I mean, I'm already hooking you up with a $25 gift card, so you could take this up there and then, you know, get whatever your heart's content. Get right from them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. From the source, baby. Well, good, Karina. It was a pleasure to meet you. I'm going to put you on hold and give you all the info that you need. But uh, the podcast, has it been sounding okay? Is it to your liking? Yeah, I really like the people that you've been bringing on. They're very interesting. Is there anything, any critiques, any little constructive criticisms you can yelp me right now without giving me a one star what what could i do better what would you like to hear more or less of i think like you've done a lot with people in the community but i really really liked when you talked i don't know if he was like the sheriff or if he was like a sheriff manager i'm trying to work with the sheriff's department right yes. now and i'm applying everywhere so i really liked listening to that and what he had to say about the county so if you highlighted more people that work within the county yes. and what their jobs are and what they do you know it makes you feel like oh i know who the fire chief is i know who this is who that is and what okay they do for me. yeah so like more community leader types because we've had on in fact our first episode we had sheriff ian parkinson on and if you're trying to get a job yeah. with the sheriffs maybe i should throw in a little text to ian and say hey we need to hire karina asap guys exactly hey yes sir <laughs> But that's a great, that's a, you know, civic and community leaders. That's a great, you know, suggestion, Karina. I appreciate that you you said that. I'll definitely do more of it. Yeah, because that's how I found your first episode. I, I don't know what I was listening to. Something had an ad. And they're like, oh, listen to Adam. He's going to be talking with the sheriff. And I'm like, immediately, ad, podcast, Apple, now. Really? Look at that. I wonder where that was. I, it might have been on the radio. And they're like, oh, listen to Adam. Like, K-Jug, do you work with them? I used to. I, I used to work for that that company that owns K-Jug. Well, thanks, K-Jug, for getting the word out there. Love it. You know, <laughs> Karina found us. And now she is $25 richer to our friends at Tin City Distillery. Karina, I appreciate you very much. Thank you for talking to community members. <laughs> you're, you're welcome. Listen, I'll, I'll give you all the info you need. Thank you, Karina, for being up and at them. Of course. Thank you for hosting it. Thank you, Karina. Thank you, McClintock's. Yes, the place to be since 1973. That's 50 years. McClintock's doing their thing. The Steakhouse, the Saloon in AG, uh, Downtown Slow. They got it going on. And of course, the products I am into, the McClintock's Recipe 15. This is a whiskey from Maker's Mark exclusively created for McClintock's. They did all of the barreling, the aging, 
only for McClintock's. It's pretty rad. Get a cocktail with the McClintock's Recipe 15 from Maker's Mark. Happy hour every single day from 4 to 6. Go to McClintock's.com for more. What a day. What a day. Getting closer to restaurant week, kicking things off on Friday. Link in the show notes if you want to learn more about slow restaurant week. Like it's a notoriously slow time for restaurants. And I just love that the city of slow is partnering up with the show here, but also working really hard overtime to support local businesses during the month of January and participating businesses are just putting together a perfect pairing to get you out there. I can't wait to get some more folks on the show here who are participating, you know, chefs and restaurants that I haven't had on in a while, like a beta from Beta's Beer Garden. Going to catch up with uh, Allie from 15C in her new spot in San Luis Obispo. I met the owner of Corazon Cafe, which we'll be bringing on the show. So can't wait to introduce you to more folks who are making a difference in San Luis Obispo with their culinary delights. Restaurant Week begins Friday. I do want to thank you for making us the first podcast of your day and sharing it with a friend. Let a friend know what's up and to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. It means a ton. I'm Adam Montiel. Thanks so much to Dan Curcio, Moonshiner Collective for original music, Start Again. Also, Full Cup Solutions for technical consideration. I'm your host, Adam Montiel. I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day. Stay tight. And thank you so much for being up and at Start again Let's start again We'll start again Let's start again